So I'm in the library today, headed to the second floor. So I hop in the elevator, and the lady gets on, gets in behind me. She's like uh, either uh, fifty or on the other side of fifty. But nevertheless, you know, I ask how she's doing, and she comes out of nowhere and just says, "Man, this is the biggest library I've ever been into." I'm like, "Damn, this ain't that big." Like within about twenty four hours ago, day before yesterday, I'm grabbing on some barbecue, and I uh, this chick on the phone with a friend, and the food had to be like nine dollars, not even ten, bruh. And then she just, I just over here and say, "Yeah, girl, you know the girl is expensive, girl. It's only you only go here every once in a while, maybe once a year." And I'm just like, "Damn, I didn't think it was that bad." And this just brings me to my next point. I think maybe I outgrew my surroundings and I probably shouldn't be posted in the flats like talking about much longer. It's just interesting once you realize that you're elevated around your surroundings. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. What's 10 times 10? 2046. <laughs> I figured as much, man. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Best Friend Weekend uh, podcast. What, what game say? Um, 92 plus 8, that's 100. I should play that. Uh, something like that. I think that's the lyric he said. I used to like that song, man. Y'all don't know, y'all don't know the song I'm referencing? I have no clue. I think it's called 100. Is it? Is it not called 100? Meaning, is it a hundred with the with the uh, emoji, like the emoji a hundred? That's what ours is called. I don't know if his song's called that, but it should have been. Uh, Drake's actually the king of that. But Rumble's making a whole bunch of great points yes. right there. I mean, yeah, yeah. I feel like if you didn't outgrow your your hometown, you ain't you ain't grew up yet. It depends on where you're from, though. I don't think you can say that for everybody. I think you can. Yeah, I mean, if you. No, if you if you lived in Houston, you out do you outgrow Houston? Where do you yeah, go? Yeah, you go here? to you go to L.A. New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, I think I think the premise of it all, I think, is that if you're from a small town and you yes. don't outgrow your city, because you could okay. you could grow with Houston. Gotcha. Yeah. You can't grow with the B town. You can't grow with New Iberia. You can't really. I mean, I guess Lafayette is growing. But ain't this the right biggest there. library you'd never seen? <laughs> That's hilarious, right? That's hilarious. That is funny as hell, though. I was actually wondering, in no shade, what what uh, Rumble was doing in the library. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, Barnes and Nobles would get visited by me before the library. The library, boy, you know what I'm saying? Research. He was doing research on something, man. You never that man know. had to use the car, the Dewey Decimal. Do, <laughs> the Dewey doing Decimal. research. He just you went to the know, library. Man. To use the computers at the library to do research. I actually was at Lacoste. I was actually at the university today, and I told um, I was talking to some people. They was had their daughter touring the university. I was like, "Yeah, just bring her to the library. We have a great library." I did tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I don't know. 
Maybe Rumble was channeling that same energy and had to get to the library. Maybe her last library was at elementary school or something. You know, you never know. I will say the last time I went to the library was to scope out the rooms, like the rooms there, because I was um, like, you know, like the private rooms um, to try to. I was thinking maybe I was going to start recording in the library. Mm. That's the last time I went once I figured out that it was a trap. Oh, so, I um, thought no, I'm I not. thought it was um, like I when we was at Xavier. We used to um, get them private rooms and, and take little um, friends up there. That's what I definitely thought he was about to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I used to do it in college. Yeah. yeah. No, nope, that didn't happen. You go to that little third floor. And, and I also study. thought it was funny. I wish he would have I wish he would have put the establishment on, like, where did he go yeah. for $9? Because it could have <laughs> been a, you know, a... a um, you know, not a, not an everyday you know eat lunch type of establishment that just had lunch specials. You know what I mean? So maybe it is one of those types of places that you don't go every once in a while. I mean, they got two every once in a while. I mean, I think I think this is kind of what it should be, and there are those kind of places in any city. Yes. Um, you you gotta go do your not necessarily Yelp, but if you're in a big enough city, you gotta go to Google and say like ten most like exclusive date spots or 10 most enchanted something. And then they're going to send you to some stuff that's like, oh shit, I didn't even know this was in the city. And um, Mm -hmm. that's next. They're never going to send you to Papa Do's. They're never going to send you to Copeland's. They're never going to send you to, you know what I mean? Something that's... Unless you fuck around with Yelp. That's what Yelp does to you. (laughs) And then I hate that when you go to Google, the first link that you're going to get, one, the first link is an ad for some restaurant that probably got way more money than the other restaurants to be on Google ads. And then the next one is going to be a Yelp. Yelp. It's like some weird percent sign, 10 best restaurants in in Houston, 10 best restaurants in Denver. And then, you know, and the rest of it is mainstream. I like to go to places. I like to go to, you know, like a blog. Like if I could stumble across like a nice blog where they list, you know, somebody regular degular actually just went try the food rather than mm-hmm. Yelp. When the last time you <laughs> left a good Yelp review? I've never left. What? I've never left a Yelp review. I've oh, left I'm Yelp reviews, say, I, but only to be ba- only bad ones. <laughs> like, oh, I've never left a Yelp review ever. People respond when you leave Yelp reviews for their businesses, bro. Straight up. They do? Yes. Did they give yes. you a free, like a free yes. coupon or something? You, you get know? free or you get, you know, something. Like when I was beefing with my State Farm agent. Y'all heard about this on the podcast. I Yelp. Oh, yeah. I went on Yelp. He gave, he, he gave, he gave you a uh, He had to come back and give. No, he just came back and gave his side of the story. Then I called him all kind of hoes. And, um, <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, but the, like when I had that stuff happen with my car and they had the messed up key thing, I hit them up, mm-hmm. man. It was like all kind of corporate people was like, hey, man, uh, what can we do to help? <laughs> what, can we, what can we do to help? <laughs> Yelp, man. Yeah. Can't be messing us up here. But I guess you can't, you can't never, um, you know, you can't never take for granted your experiences and stuff. I guess what he told me, you know, because I remember taking a, a group of boys, my boys group to uh, CC. I, I asked them, you know, I kind of asked him what kind of restaurants they like and all this. And the kid was like, hey, coach, I know a great restaurant. It's, it's wonderful. It's very nice and it's expensive and all that. And I was like, what you know, what restaurant you talking about? He was like, CC's Pizza. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a little but cheery, to him, <laughs> but, but, but no, still, to him, CC's Pizza is a nice restaurant. Like, we, I took them to Olive Garden. They didn't know what to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they were, you know, they, it was like, Wow. You know, telling all the friends they got back to school the next day. I'm thinking like, I'll have grown poor. I didn't even want to eat. 
<laughs> but they was just, you know, they were they were taken aback by the whole experience. So you just you just never know where people come from. So ten nine ten dollars at a barbecue spot might be it's a it's a long way from dollar menu or Wendy's, you know. <laughs> just don't know. Fair enough. I mean, I think it's that buffet aspect. They feel like they get to eat a lot. So yeah, there's like, something to be said for that. Two ribs. I also think that that some some people, may, maybe even kids, but even some adults might not know. Like that rest that restaurant style, like I mean, from the design, from like the exterior design to them, might not look like a restaurant. I don't pass by a lot of places, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And then I go with somebody, and it ends up being a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So like Burger King and McDonald's might be like what got that what got that glow whenever they're driving down the road. Like oh yeah, that's somewhere to eat. But like whenever they see just a nice restaurant on the side of the road. They don't have that glow. Like, oh, that's a that's they sell cars over there or something. You know, like they don't look like a restaurant. That's, that's all I can. That's all I can assume. No, I, you're right. The and the best, if you keep going with that same logic, the best restaurants be shit that look like oh, that's that look like somebody's house. Oh, I didn't mm, know that was a, right? like a restaurant on the bayou right yeah. there. I thought that was somebody crib cutting. Like, I thought that was a yeah, hotel. Right? Like, you know, yeah. exactly. Fair enough. I'll go with yeah, that, man. Look, you never know. But they sell cars. <laughs> We got, I mean, something that burned my boot at, because I'm going to tell you that the only one thing to burn my boot at this week, I guess it's been a really good week, man. Shout out the whole family. This podcast is brought to you by them Joneses. Came out to, to Houston out. And, and, and was rocking with your boy. Los came through. Um, Appreciate the love, you Joneses peoples. Yeah, man. So that, that was that was a cool little, cool little event. Um, so I didn't have a lot to be unthankful for this week. But the one thing that burned my boot at is Houston people who say that Houston is the biggest city in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mmm. That don't burn my booty. <laughs> That's disrespectful. I think it's disrespectful. That's disrespectful, man. I mean, not that they wrong. Bro, I just everybody, think they're disrespectful. I mean, I think everybody in the beat has aspirations of one day moving to Houston. I think Houston to the beat, like to, to Louisiana, is like the only big city that's attainable. That's what that's what I feel like. So I don't mind that. Nah, people be going to Atlanta and Dallas, ATL Dallas too. They got Stay some of them, but if let's, Houston is a step before Atlanta, yeah, like that's a that's a step. So like we talking steps from our perspective is Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and then maybe Lake Charles or something. I don't no, know. Not but then Houston. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe don't 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 put Lake Charles. Don't put Lake Charles in. Uh uh-uh. uh. Do, do Shreveport people aspire to go to Houston or is, do they aspire to go to Dallas? Dallas. Yeah, I'm asking Lowe's. He would know better than both no, of them. Dallas. It's definitely Dallas. Dallas. Well, I'm answering for you. Really, really, they just say Texas. They don't even say. What did he say? He said he answered for you. He knew the answer. <laughs> they, just, they, just, they, just say, they just say Texas. Oh, I'm moving to Texas. They, gotcha. don't, they don't really say what part. So you just automatically know. So the whole state. Tyler. They dumbass going to Boy, Dallas. Boy, going to Tyler, Texas. Yeah. Nagadoshas. <laughs> Where you moving to, Huntsville? Uh, Corgan. <laughs> okay, so but I, I I hear when Houston people say it, I'm like they're not, they're not entirely wrong, but shut up, because I think Dallas yeah. is very much like 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 f f u we from Texas. Houston mm-hmm. kind of does have that vibe of you know nah I mean we from Texas but <laughs> Louisiana they got enough Louisiana people here to where it's kind of a different. It's a different level for everybody here. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hodgepodge. 
So yeah. um, that burned my boot out a little bit. But since it's the 100th episode, man, look, what I definitely want to do is uh, we put out on the Facebook, if you want to be a part of the Best Friend Weekend, I'm sorry, not the Facebook and the Instagram, if you want to be a part of this experience, then um, how inboxes for details and shit. We had a lot of people inboxes for details and sent some sent some um some audio clips and whatnot. So we're gonna play some of these on air, respond to some of these, um some of our listeners. And I mean, we appreciate y'all being a part of it. But so without further ado, holla at my boy um B Will got something to tell you. Best friend weekend. Congratulations on 100 episodes. My favorite moment, I would have to say. Oh, man, there's so many of them. How about this? i just say one of my favorite episodes would probably be the Insecure episode where you guys were breaking it down. I really appreciated that one. Uh, my question for Los Raj, Aldo Nice, what is the one thing that you have said on the podcast that you could take, that you regret or that you would take back, I guess? And my other question is, what view... Have you had when you started the podcast that you've changed to this point? Congrats again! All right, fellas, that's some um some really um some tough questions, right? Yeah, I mean that, that was a that was a that was a good one. Shout out, B Will, yeah. man, we appreciate you. This podcast Shout is brought to you by B Will. Um, what's um, that? What would you take back? Either one. He of got you got one of them. He, I just got to say, he got one of them voices that sound like he's involved in the church. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> that's what he, in some hey, form or fashion, he, like a youth he pastor. Definitely, or he definitely reads the scripture every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an Alabama can, voice, man. That man from Belma, man. Yeah, that boy real smooth. He probably on late night radio. Raj, Shout out, be will, man. You say hey. Aldo, Raj, Lopes. I like him. Shout out. He can, and do you want him to be your deacon at your church, Los? With Pastor Los? Mo- yes, definitely. But come through. Yeah. <laughs> come through, man. Shout out, be De- De- Deacon Will. <laughs> deacon Will. <laughs> deacon Will. Is it is it B Will or D Will? B. B. Brother Will. B. Okay. I thought because I thought I just thought Brother it was Will. D Will where it was Deacon Williams. De- deacon Williams. <laughs> and Brian Bubba. Uh I guess the I think probably uh shout out for the insecure thing. That was that you know, that that was a great little run. I guess one of my things I'll take back is probably uh man, I got a whole bunch of shit too. Um <laughs> <laughs> sometimes my, my mouth goes a little reckless every now and then and I guess uh you listen back to it and I'm like, eh. I remember mean, we was having a, a episode about a, a homosexual, and uh, sometime I go on a little tyrants. And uh, we had a whole episode about a homosexual. Well, we, I mean, just you know, one, one, one of the, the, hum, the just hum, one, the whole, just episode. one homosexual, a whole episode yeah, about just, it. We, we, were about, we were talking about homosexuals or something in the episode, and I kind of went on like a little tyrant. I released back. I was like, Ew. <laughs> that sounds worse when it is replayed in your ear. Uh, and so what noise like did you that, make I, again? I, what'd you say? What noise did you make when you heard it? <laughs> that was that was kind of messed up, but uh, you know, I mean, I don't think punk is a homosexual slur, so uh, you know, I continue to say it, but I was saying a lot of other very disrespectful words about the homosexual race, and I apologize to them. Uh, I wrote a letter, and it was on pink paper, so I think we good. <laughs> Boy, I can't be serious for that. Uh, <laughs> Raj, is there anything that you would take back? Um, that you recall. I just, 
I just think I think um, I'm going to address Los real quick that it don't matter what you think, no matter what they think, because they might not think that the nigga is a uh, is a um, a slur, you know, harmful slur, and you know, you're like, why are you tripping? So anyway, don't um, address what I'm thinking. You talking about talk about what you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Deacon. I'm Pastor Lowe. You're talking so to Deacon. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're out in the clergy right now. Boy, you Take your ass back I with the lay people. <laughs> I think I've grown a lot with the uh, with the podcast. Just you know, in my uh, and you know, just how I think about things and kind of kind of getting some takes just after the podcast and whatnot. And um, I think at one point in time, just just for for the sake of it, I thought it was stupid. For Colin, for Colin Kaepernick to kneel, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that I made that note. And mm-hmm. I, I now have since I've seen it through because I always thought that he was gonna play again. Like I thought it was just kind of a facade. I'm, 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 I'm hyping me up a little bit, but I'm not all the way. I really thought it was stupid. I just really think now since I, you know, like I see what's going on, like I, I think I see it a little bit more clearly. I, I regret that I had that view at one point in time in my life. I got a way different view now. Hmm. That's on, that's only because the Black Panthers came in your door. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess you answered kind of a little bit of both. Like, what would you take back, and what view that that's changed? Um, I guess more than anything, I would say that what I would take back maybe is kind of any any instance where um, a female. Like in the words of Ice Cube, that's a female. Uh, <laughs> where 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 a lady would think that we're having a um, not giving them a voice and belittling experiences that are um, you know painful or or things that are just kind of really like you know next level like that we shouldn't mess around with and not allowing I guess having um, a female voice to be able to back that and just kind of saying shit that's how we feel so whatever. And it's kind of that same mm-hmm. that same thing that Los is saying with um, kind of using that um, homosexual slurs or whatever. If we say things about a woman and a woman not there to defend itself, sometimes it's kind of like now. Granted, this podcast is usually supposed to be our opinion on things, but I yeah. I've got some feedback before about that, and um, you know, in a view that I would definitely say has changed. I think when we first started it from episode um, two. I'm going to start there with Raj and I's opinions first really started to diverge when we were talking about could your friends say the word nigga and could your white friends say the word nigga and we was going back and forth about that and it was a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was, I think when I started this, it was, I always kind of thought I'm always going to take the black people opinion. And I think for the first like 15, 16 episodes, it was that way. Me and Raj and Raj saying his like kind of defending some coonery here and there and I'm like sitting there like, nah. Black, black, you know, whatever. I think you getting on the podcast, Los, allowed me to change my view to where sometimes I'd be like, nah, you <laughs> niggas <it> ain't right. <laughs> like, no, Los, I'm, that is not a I'm correct assumption. <laughs> that is not, you You Negroes are incorrect right yeah. now, and I'm not riding yeah. with y'all. That's actually right, what made me start wrong. doing um, nothing nice to say, because the original idea behind nothing nice to say was saying that you know, I'm not saying nothing nice, but it's about something that you would think that I should be on that side mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, all of that good stuff. Deacon Will. Shout Will. out, Deacon Will. <laughs> I can't wait to see you on Sunday. <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> Shout out, Deacon Will. 
Let's talk about a uh, a little story that that's been going around. I just noticed this. This was in the Houston area this week. Um, an assistant principal at um, <laughs> Barry Miller Junior High in Pearland. Actually, I worked with some teachers from Barry Miller before. Um, called out a student. We just call in this student on social media. They just call in the student Jules, <laughs> like Jules Santana spelled that way. That's a really weird name for a little boy. Jules. Um. Anyway, the AP called him out for violating the dress code, which bans quote unquote extreme hairstyles and carvings. I want you guys to know that Paraland is a mostly um white school district. Um, mm, for lack of a better word, uh, wouldn't you say that? Uh, the colors is they in there. You gotta it's it's, it's the old Paraland. I think okay. the new Paraland. Okay, you know, do that. That's fine. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm not sure exactly what the well, what the demographic is at Barry Junior High, but basically, yeah. um, the administrator told the boy that um, he could call his mom or get in school suspension for the infraction, and there was mm-hmm. also a third option to use a black marker to fill in the offending M. It wasn't an M for all for all those people saying it's an M. It's a regular part number 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 seventeen on the little kids head chart in the barbershop. Oh, yeah. It's it looks like a cursive M to the side of his head, but it's really just a a swoop daddy. It's a, it's a swoop actually, daddy part. It's an up and down. It's, it's, like, a, it's up and down. It's an up and down daddy. <laughs> and um, basically, it's an autograph. He chose the marker option, and um, he got home. His mama got online and was like, "Jules got home on Tuesday with the design. On Wednesday at school, the AP." Told him he was out of dress code and decided to color my baby design, color my baby's design with a permanent marker, um, and basically talked about the um, the the thing. Two days and three days later, that big permanent marker is still on the side of his fade daddy. Um, so a bunch of people was like, "Lawyer up! This is awful! Whatever, whatever!" I really want y'all to go look it up so y'all can see what I'm talking about. It's it's more it's 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 a little bit worse when you actually watch look at the visual of of that. So. This isn't the first time. We had a whole episode um, where we did, I think it was on the Daddy Gang episode where they was talking about the little girl with the braids in Florida, how they sent her home with the braids. They've had the dreads trying to send little kids home. There's many instances where little black kids get sent home for their hairstyles. But parts? What what, what are y'all thoughts on that? Let's let's just be completely honest about this. It's only a few, well, only, well, Hispanic people get parts. Some, but they they kind of like part their hair. They get that one little line on the side, like uh, what's the soccer player name? Cristiano like Ronaldo. Yeah, they, that, that's the new haircut they get. I mean, that that's that's specifically directed towards black people. Though. Like, come on now, let's let's just be honest about that, man. You you, what what is a part in the little boy head doing? How is it distracting or whatever from school? He yeah, at school learning. Some of the most smartest people have retarded haircuts. What what does that have to do with him learning every day? I don't I don't get it. I do not understand it at all. I I'm a I'm gonna give my I'm gonna just take the opposite side on this one just because um I just think that that man could have got a regular part because I know that they got some schools that just you know like oh yeah like you could you could have whatever you want but they also got some schools that's like a like it's up to our discretion what we think is a distraction and so like I think pink hair is a distraction I think this is I don't I just I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was a private school. If it was a public school, it's wild. But if it's, it's a, a public private school. school and they just like, public yeah, we don't. It's a public school. So it's a public, it's a public well, okay, school. Okay, cool. Even even if it's a public school and they just like, yeah, we don't, we don't, I don't think that they saying we don't want that. If, if a little white dude would have had that, would they have did that? 
I mean, I don't what, know, but what I would like what you I'm gonna yeah, say what yes. What would they use? The pink one? <laughs> the blonde marker. The, blonde. the yellow one. The highlight. The yellow. <laughs> no, you <laughs> use the natural one. <laughs> and I and I think it's like I think that that man should have should have went to suspension. They gave him a choice. You want the marker or you want suspension? Like I don't. Well, now now I got I made the choice to get the marker. Well, I don't think there should, should be an suspension? option. I don't think there should be an yeah. option to mark up a kid. I don't think that should be I, given I an option to the child. No. So the child gonna choose that option? He did. Obviously, I mean, I'm just well, saying. I mean, like, you gotta realize he, he, he's a middle school kid, so you don't. We don't even know how to present it to him. You I mean, know what I mean, he might not be I'm a just, kid who doesn't want to be in trouble. You know I'm just, I mean? I'm like, just oh, saying, like, doesn't want to be suspended. If a kid came with like a tattoo on his arm, and they were like, "No, you can't have that tattoo because that's distracting." Um, your options are go home, cover it up, or I'm gonna go get this bucket of paint and I'm gonna paint your whole arm. Paint your um, black, like yeah, like why is that even an option? It's kind of like yeah. per, like that's the same thing to me. The permanent mark. Why is that even an option? Why do you think that's an option I, or cool I, to do? I just I just want y'all to know that I agree. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you just playing devil's advocate. I'm taking the other yeah. side. Mm-hmm. That's but but I'm kind of playing. I'm but I think that man chose that option. Like you shouldn't have chose that option. I got to stand. I got my man on my word. I gave you these two options. I color it in. Or you could go to suspension. But how, how does putting permanent marker in, a, in somebody's head? How's that an option? Like, you don't, come on, dog. You can't. You can't. What you if can't he had that? Believe. What if he had that Larry Johnson or that Stefan Marbury? That that one little part right in the middle of his head. Yeah, that that hmm. little, little whack little part. <laughs> Let me tell you something that I've noticed. Anything that's like that looks unart like in ordinary on a on a black person to a white person and they think it's like it might think it's cool huh. they might think it's like oh man i would never do anything like that why would somebody do something like that it's it's a problem like that's that's not that's not cool so i think if that i think if that middle part looked weird like or if it looked some kind of way he would say something but a part on the side i think a black kid can get away with that no it's a regular so. I, I part. Think, well obviously I think the what? whole thing is they they just don't want they just don't want little white kids to see it think that uh little little future is cool and you know does they gonna try to copy that shit too that's how they like, I don't want, we don't we don't want our kids thinking that's cool you know I actually thought the same cool. thing Los when you just said Jamar uh, has it when you said would they do what would they do to the little white kid I actually thought the same thing I thought I thought they they would make him get rid of it even quicker because they were like we don't want that we don't want you running around looking mm-hmm. like them yeah you that'd be my thought cool, huh? but. Schools be on the wildest stuff, man. Like I said, man, look, we got a bunch of people who checked in, man. I, um, there's there's another person who I think was saying some similar stuff, man. So take it away, Gray. Hey, guys. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have loved everyone I've gotten a chance to listen to. However, I'm trying to pinpoint, like, my favorite, and I just can't do it. But they are all hilarious, and some of them are overly hilarious and lots are really on point with everything, even current issues. So I guess my question for you, since it just kind of popped up in the news here in the H-Town area, what do you think about the schools not allowing parents to come in the buildings dressing any kind of sort of way? Like you got bonnets and T-shirt dresses and all that. My take is if you got a bonnet, you got a ball cap. If you got a T-shirt dress, you got some pants. So, guys, again, congrats. I'm looking forward to so much more from you guys. 
and I'll hear you on the airwaves. Bye. Shout out, man. That's Lone Home Girl, man. Shout out. This podcast is brought to you great. by Shout out, great. Shout out. great, man. I got That's wait, I got dog. I got two takes. I got two takes. <laughs> I gotta get them out first. Stupid. One of them, she said, I'm so glad I got to listen to every one of them that I got to listen to. If she, I thought if she would have stopped at every one of them, then I would have been like, yeah, like she listened to everyone. But then she said, I got to listen to her. And I was like, oh, shit, she listened to No, she, I thought she said she uh, liked everyone. She loved everyone she got to listen to. But she, okay, she loved everyone she, list, she listened to. She got to listen to. And that's and I appreciate her for that. I really do. Um, my second take is, is. How would y'all boys feel if they was like, all right, so since y'all want to do wear them, wear them clothes, we're going to take these markers and draw clothes on y'all. We're going to draw a shirt on you and a, a baseball cap on top of your uh, muumuu or whatever you call it. Yeah, nah, nah. And then and some slacks that nigga on your pajama pants. Name, boy, you know, you know what's out of town. He almost had a hat name. Well, they said that the um they said that the little boy his what? name is quote unquote Jules, but they said that his real name was actually Marcus. So they thought it was okay to do it because that man name was Marcus. Um, so <laughs> speaking of what, Gray, like I said, this podcast brought to you by Gray. Um, that's a uh, that's a uh, interior design lady. <laughs> yeah, she 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 getting us right with all the best friend weekend t shirt gear Take and stuff of, of that merch, nature. A lot of t shirts and stuff. Shout so, out Holland if you need them. All of this took place at Madison High School. Madison, Marlins, Vince Young, Alumni, Hood, Madison, High School, nah, like, Southside, like Houston. Hood, though. You got, yeah, yeah. And basically, hood. this is the letter from the black woman principal, Carlotta Outley Brown. Outley Brown. She was okay. um, She said, Dear Madison parents and guests, to prepare our children and let <laughs> and let them know daily the appropriate attire they're supposed to wear when they enter the building, going somewhere, applying for a job, or visiting someone outside of the home setting, I'm going to enforce these guidelines on a daily basis at Madison High School. We are preparing our children for the future, and it begins here. Therefore, <laughs> wait for it. No one can enter the building or be in the school premises wearing a satin cap or a bonnet on their head for any reason in the building. You can also... Not wear a shower cap of any kind in the building. Sorry, Kristen, you can't wear your satin hat. Um, hair rollers will not be <laughs> permitted in the building. Pajamas of any kind will not be permitted in the building, along with house shoes or any other attire that could possibly be pajamas, underwear, or home-setting wear, such as flannel pajamas. Jeans that are torn from your buttocks to all the mm. way down, showing lots of skin will not be permitted in the building or the premises. Leggings that are shown showing your bottom and where your body is not covered from the front or the back will not be permitted in the building or on the premises. Very low-cut tops or revealing tops that can see your bust will not be permitted in the building or on the premises. Sagging pants, shorts, jeans will not be permitted in the building or on the premises. Men wearing undershirts will not be permitted in the building. Short shorts that are up to your behind will not be permitted, will not, capital letter, will not, be permitted on the premises or in the building. Daisy Deuce <coughs> and low rider shorts will not be permitted on the premises or in the building. And finally, dresses that are up to your behind will not be permitted on the premises or in the building or any attire that is totally unacceptable for the school um, settings. Please note that if you break our school rules, policies, or do not follow one of these rules, you will not be permitted to return to school until um, appropriately dressed for our school's setting. If I want to finish it up, parents, we do value you as a partner in your child's education. You're your child's first teacher. However, please know we have standards. (laughs) 
Most of these are high standards. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. We want to have your children up for a prosperous future. What do you think about that? Raj, so I'll let you take this one. Because I know Raj, th- at least two or three things stuck out to him. Yes. Yeah, no, a couple of things stuck out to me. I don't think that, I think it's funny that you got to say, hey, don't wear jeans with your butt showing. Like, yeah, I get that. Like, some of those things are cool to me. And and whenever I first heard it, I thought it was very funny because I have a mental, like a vivid mental picture of somebody mama, not mine, somebody mama going to school looking like a hot mess. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, like a hot mess. I mean, honestly, if it was a, if it was a white girl that did it, it would look like a hot mess. I'm not saying it's just all, all my, my black mothers. I'm not saying that. But anybody that go there with a satin cap and some pajama pants and a cami is going to look like a hot mess and some house slippers. But what the biggest question I have in this, and I'm glad I'm glad that what you read was so long because it gave me time to think, is why is she on campus anyway? Why why is somebody mama on campus? Coming coming to the office. She's talking about just coming to the office. Why are you coming to the office? ceremony. Awards day, stuff no, like that. No, you can't come here looking like that on awards day. They, but they do though. They do but, all the time. Okay, I'm let you I mean, but them rollers, them rollers. I, I feel like that kind. Of, I don't know. I feel like you could come with them rollers. Bro, yeah. you cannot come to my school for award day. Like, come sit in my no, auditorium. No, no, no. I with think pajama I think, pants on. I think Los is changing the dynamic for you. What What I'm saying okay. is, your daughter need to get checked out of school because she's sick, and you come into the office to sign a piece of paper. That's what I'm seeing in my oh, head. Okay. And like, no, you got them rollers in your head. Get off the premises. In a bathroom. Yeah, that's the, and that was my last take is that that's going to be very hard to police. They're going to have some wild, no, nobody want to deal with type person administrator, you know, like just some like secretary that's going to be just trying to enforce this too hard. Yeah. And going to piss so many people it's off. It's not even going to be a professional. Like it's going to be somebody who doesn't get paid enough. Give me my go goddamn daughter. Get my oh, goddamn yeah, daughter you know out I mean? that class. Yeah. Get her. Yes. Yes. Get Dejanae yes. Salika yeah. out of class yeah. right goddamn yeah. now. I don't give a yeah. damn about y'all rules. All that Miss um, mm-hmm. Carlotta Brown. Yeah. I could already see him cutting, wilding in that office. Yeah. Wilding with, with, that, with that ass out. <laughs> with that, that ass out. <laughs> How call, tell me how Colada come out the office with that ass out, the rollers in their head, with a, with a crop top shirt on, with that nigga with, right with next to him, with that with that with that white beater on, them sagging shorts, and them slippers like a pound, smelling like a pound. <laughs> and then Miss, and then tell no, but tell me, and then Miss Colada hear him talking in the office, and when she come out of her office, what she say? <laughs> what she Ma'am, say, right? These are, these are our policies and rules. You will, if you if you don't leave, we will call the police and you will be removed from campus. <laughs> I don't think that's I could do it. That's the that's the administrator that you. That's the that's the secretary. Uh, Los Colada got some clout. Colada could get down. Officer, yeah, officer, girl, and I told and I told her, officer I said, Look, Matthews, come get that's down. How you gonna do? That's it. That's it. On the on the walkie talkie. Because I'm not playing with y'all today. Because I'm not playing mm-hmm. with you. I got time for you. You could get your uh-uh. daughter right now, but that. you could get out in the meantime. But <laughs> I can see. <laughs> Yeah, exactly how it go. With all kind of little, all kind of little sand. She will meet you outside. (laughs) (laughs) But Roger, I think I think you 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 have to have worked at a school to understand what people wear. You will be extremely surprised. A hood school by what? Yeah, a hood school. But what parents wear? Only thing I have a problem with is like the tights. You're not gonna tell a uh, at a white school 
even a white private school, a little stay-at-home mom, she can't come up there and pick her child up and on yoga tights. Well, you I mean, see you gonna, you gonna they got some more. You gonna they got some more rules on the bottom that say no, um, no Jordans, no chains. Um, oh yeah. What no, no <laughs> chest tattoos on women. No, t- women no tattoos, tattoos. No visible tattoos. Yeah. You can't have a chest tattoo, and and if you have your kids tattooed anywhere on you, <laughs> you will be arrested. Immediately. So, do you think that since it's a black woman, it has some kind of uh, validity? I mean, is that like if no. let me let me put it in a different way. If it was a white principal making these rules, would it have been an even bigger deal? Absolutely, it would have been a race. It would have been a race issue. Like it would have been a, a reason to to pull out the race code. But I feel like it is racial. It is a race issue. <laughs> it's not a race issue. But okay, so it's really not a race issue. Honestly, it's a, it's. A, I think it's I think it would have been like a issue. like a yeah like what. I just think that I just think it's I feel a little bit better and uh, I'm not saying a lot bit a little bit better when a black person is critical of black people rather than white people. Well yeah, critical of black people. Like so if it's if it's a if it's a white principal saying, "Hey, y'all can't do things that are very stereotypical of black moms." Then yeah, that's a problem. Like yeah. you can't, you shouldn't say thing. You shouldn't say things like that. But if it's Carlotta, then I'm just thinking she's trying to give back to the community. So let me ask you something: If she you was going to pick up your your kid or doing whatever, and you had them slides on, you think you you think you shouldn't be allowed in the building? No, I I I disagree with her. Okay. I think that I should be able to pick. If I'm coming pick my child up because they're sick, then you, I'm. What you want me to do? I'll stay in the car. Bring it to but the car. But you can't because you got to come to the office and sign out. So your ID, yeah. Well, bring me the paper. Social economic issue. I ain't tripping. Anything. That ain't. I don't think it's really racial. It's just social economics that you know, like basically the hood or uh, low income area where people just really don't. Not everybody. I'm not saying it's everybody, but a lot of people do not give a damn on how they come to the school to certain events. I've mean, I've no Alice in uh, I've seen it from everything she was saying about shows. I've seen a dude yeah. come in with a blunderous ear, like cigarette. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's crazy what you see. Pajamas with no drawers on. Not saying I was looking. I probably was, but it's just a lot of stuff you see that you like. Come on, man. You you got to do better. Or, you know, people come in there smelling like weed or, or drink. Or drawers you know, with no pajamas on. Yeah, same shit. You know, <laughs> I just think it's easy. I think it's easy for a child to look at school, especially if their parents are doing this stuff. Like to look at school as like not a place, like a serious place. Like school is a serious place. And if you got parents that's like disrespecting it like that, like you got parents that's coming in, like you said, loose with a blunt in their ear or with mm-hmm. pajamas and just looking any kind of way, like not getting up. Like like you wouldn't go to church like that. You wouldn't go to, you know, a, a, a serious place like that. Yeah. So why would you dress like that over here? Because whenever you whenever you do that, like you set an example of like, oh, like, yeah, I could just go to school any way I want to go. Like, I could do whatever I want to do over here. Okay. Like, I think that school should be a place that you go to to look presentable. Like, I think I'm not saying that I agree with her that they not shouldn't be, that they shouldn't be on campus. But I still think that if, I, if you go to school, you should be presentable in some sort. So so what I'll say is this. I think that if you ask some of them students. They probably would be like, yeah, yeah, I'm happy my mama can't come over here looking like shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy that I'm that I made like that my mama not gonna come embarrassing me looking crazy. But I think where she runs afoul of just kind of, you know, of 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 social media culture is when you start 
pinpointing the little things. Like she could have made a blanket statement and said like yeah. X yeah. like inappropriate, too short, too tight, yeah. whatever clothing. Yeah. But when you start pinpointing specific things, it feels like you're you're drawing a picture but, of a person you don't want on your campus. But the thing about, you know, just like I know, when you make blanket statements to a lot of our people, you know, that, that goes yeah. unnoticed too. Cause they what what they don't think it's inappropriate because they if they did, they wouldn't wear it anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, mean, so I remember name... Yeah, fair enough. But think about it. They still got schools in Houston, like right now, with dress code that say like like that little kid, no designs in the side of your head. But mm-hmm. they also got rules that say shit like no grills. Mm-hmm. Like currently, like real shit, schools got yeah. rules that say no grills. Not like kids. So like, yeah, so like how gr- far is too far? Yeah. My point is, some of those things get antiquated. It's like mm-hmm. in maybe 2001, that was probably a big deal. No grills. Yeah. But now it's just something that they have in the rule book. No grills. Like, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot of different things. Some of these little kids still wearing grills. I, I guess for me... Uh, maybe it's the school I work at. I, I just feel like, man, if, if that kid's at school not causing distraction and working, I'm cool. Now, if he's sitting there playing with that grill all day and everybody talking about his grill the whole time, that's different. I don't, I don't, because I think kids, are, a lot of kids are used to those things now. So I don't, I don't see we sitting in class talking about Jermaine Grill the whole time or little, little Javier's uh, little pink hair. You know what I mean? Because kids, like, oh, they, they talk about in the hallway, but during class, they're worried about, you know, they doing class, or if they if they playing your class anyway, that's your fault. It's classroom management. You know what I mean? Well, okay. I just go ahead. I think I think I think as far as the call out goes, like as far as like her actually listing some things that she thinks is specifically inappropriate, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. I just see something wrong with like saying you not you will not be permitted on campus. Like give me the call out. Like huh. send a letter out and say, hey, y'all tripping for coming on campus like this. Y'all should do better than that. And that's it. Like, please, please don't come on campus like this. But there's nothing that we can do. Like, really? We, they, they can't refuse me, my child. <laughs> that's true. But they could put you like, out. Like, so well, no, don't I, tell I, me I, don't well, come on campus. I, I've, I've seen a child get refused by the parent at the time until the police got there. I've seen mm. that before. Well, look, since we're talking about like school, let's holler at one of my um, partners from school, man. My boy, Dick Irv, he said he got something to, um, to let y'all know for the 100. Wow, what up with you? This Dick Irv, man. Congrats on the 100th episode. I'd have to say, uh, shoot, every moment, my favorite moment. I did enjoy recording the, the homecoming episode with you. So other than it being too many people, that was nice. You got to do something like that again. Maybe maybe do it when we a little less fucked up. You know how it is. You know how we do. But uh, current events. Currently, you know, it's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, shoot, they just had a kid kill herself here in Huntsville and, and out there in Houston, they had, had that girl, uh, get jumped and die and all that. I just want to get y'all a take on, uh, bullying. You can speak on that. Holla at you later. Okay. Well, first of all, Dick Irv, you can't steal my wine. You got to find your own shit. <laughs> you ain't the baby. <laughs> nah, shout out Dick Irv, man. Yeah, Dick Irv. Why he can't? You, you say Wan, he Irv. says Wang. <laughs> you I do say like Wang. It's too close. He <laughs> said Wang, you say Wang. I, like I think that's he meant to say Wang. pronunciations of the letter A. He, he meant to say Wang. I ain't like I mean, he, he said what he said, man. He said um, y'all be <laughs> fucked up doing the podcast, man, but um, nah, that's not a thing. No, that's okay. not actually what he said. 
He said we was probably fucked. <laughs> no, yeah, I said y'all, sober. Y'all, no, we was Xavier. We was we was we was. That was actually a. I don't talk about that a lot, but when we did that homecoming episode two years ago, that was my lowest moment when I was uh, <laughs> on another <laughs> when I was on another stratosphere trying to record a podcast. <laughs> Boy, Mars, we were playing well. around in Mars. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't come out. Didn't come out very well. So, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But Dick Irwin, another another um, alumni who was actually at Best Friend Weekend Weekend Phase Two. So he was in ATL with us, man. Shout out for being a, a friend of the Shout podcast, um, buying that. merch, coming to the event. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. That's that's the guy. That, so man. Dick Irwin is a friend. Cool I mean, he, I guess he he talking something about school. What do you guys think about? Um, about the kind of you know recent bullying things. I, I mean, you know, I know I know my opinion has always been that. You know, bullying uh, kind of got to like almost, and I hate to say it this way, but kind of like, like Me Too was last year, and kind of like mm-hmm. just different things where it's kind of like you you see so many instances of people coming out and saying that that's what's happening, that it's like it kind of lost its luster to an extent. Yeah. Um, and that's how bullying was a few years ago. It's like, damn, everybody can't be bullying. So yeah. Now I feel like I'm more apt to accept bullying as a problem than I was a couple mm-hmm. of years ago when everything was labeled exactly. bullying. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. We're talking about this right now. Uh, my daughter had an incident on social media. A little girl was trying a little bit, uh, you know, trying to say some little things or whatever and uh, put some some crazy stuff up, uh, a little poll, uh, trying to get a little, call all the little friends and try to get them to say my baby was ugly and all of that. And then uh, got back to school. My baby didn't have a phone, so she didn't know. And um, got back to school, and they brought the mess back up, and the little girl uh, was upset because none of the kids wanted to talk to her. She thought my baby had set it up, tried to bully my child, and ran up on her. And uh, it went bad for the little girl. Um, I don't put my baby out there like that. <laughs> but it went bad for the little girl. You know, so, you know, I think for me, yeah. I didn't, when it happened, the school called, I was like, oh, that's all. Talking to my child, she was good about it, you know. Uh, you know, kind of coach through how to how to handle it, and we didn't really look at it as bullying because she wasn't like she was taking up lunch money. She said a couple of things, you know, online or whatever. Maybe, maybe six, seven people saw it. So, you know, and then you know, the girl ran for my child, and then you know, he went a, a, a different way than the girl thought it was gonna go. And uh, hmm. so, I mean, that was so bullying. Is I guess it's, it's a lie. I think it's. I guess you know everybody handles it differently. You know, I would think you know. Um, you gotta have some help with that if you're a kid or you're a kid with low self esteem already. I think it kinda it, it hinders you a lot, you know, or it just depends on, you know, I guess the kid and the situation or how big or how maybe how many people saw it or you know, just depending on how you feel. So R- Rod, you have a definitely bullet? a real thing. I mean, I just I don't like honestly, like I don't really have a take on bullying because I've just never had much like I never I don't understand it. I never, I don't have like any, I don't have any empathy towards it because I've just never understood bullying because I've never been bullied or been around a bully. Like, I just think the only time, the only experience I have with bullying is (laughs) is cartoons. Like, I see it on cartoons where it's like O'Doyle rules. You know, that's not even a cartoon, but like, you just see like a, you see some, you see some form of bullying, but it's like, oh, that kid can handle himself. Eventually he'll grow up and go to college and be smart and you know, what? they do the work for him. Well, let's, yeah, and, you know? and, and that's kind of how, that's how the, the parable works in like TV. Like the way, just right where I've seen, yeah, like the bully is always the whatever, and then, yeah. the on, then, you know, 
later in life, my bullying comes life, back though. winning. Uh, okay, so I can honestly say that I never was bullied. Like in seventh grade, I um I went to like I was always at Catholic school, and I went to public school, and I got into mm-hmm. some um some shit messing around in football practice, and um like I lost a little scrap because I didn't mm-hmm. think we was really fighting. I thought we was just kind of bullshitting, and the nigga took it way too serious. And before mm-hmm. I knew it, he had me in a headlock. And wasn't I mean okay. that's kind of, that was the loss. He had me in a headlock, and I couldn't really mm-hmm. get out. So after that, like the eighth grade fuckers was like. They was trying to like pick on a nigga in the locker room, like, cause they felt like they could get an easy little dub. So it, mm. that went on for about I don't know, maybe a, it went on for a little while, like a month. I was just kind of letting it slide, cause I was like, I don't know mm. these kids, whatever. And then I ended up having to uh, put hands on this little white dude who ended up being a crooked cop in New Iberia, who was on the Echo episode that y'all heard about, who was riding around Arresting beating people up, no yeah, nigga, nigga knocking, all because of you. <laughs> All because of you. That could have been alleviated if you didn't pick that little innocent white boy out to beat up. He wasn't innocent. He was. He was actually. He, he was trying to get some too. He, he, he thought I was cool. an easy mark. He didn't want no smoke. He didn't want no smoke. Yeah, he thought I was an easy mark. He put his feet in my seat. Yeah. And he wouldn't let me sit down. And I was like, I was fed up. So anyway, yeah. that happened. I was lightweight bullying. But Raj, I'm gonna tell That's you like actually, some beats. No, but that you, you got to depend. You know that you can't yeah. say this lightweight bullying to you. Yeah. It was lightweight bullying. But no, no. Like, at the time, kids, it probably wasn't even lightweight bullying to. Yeah, like at the time it was it was it was stressful. But the shit yeah. that was even more stressful, Rod, you're gonna you're gonna think this story is I don't know if you've ever heard this story. When I was finished eighth grade and I was going to ninth, we was going to freshman high, I went to a party at um at um you know um Brittany Little Homegirl Ebony. Mm-hmm. So I went to a party at her house. So we are over there and it's like, you know, I'm chilling, whatever, hanging out. DBZ was there and me and and they was playing some music and all these cats from like the hill and uptown was at the party. And they was outside or whatever. And they start playing that UGK. Um, I remember this shit like it was yesterday. They start playing um like diamonds up against that wood or whatever. And then I hit them and I hear like the little hood cats that I didn't know. I didn't know none of them. We about to sneak somebody. We about to sneak somebody. And I'm like, oh man, I'm not about to let these these cats sneak me. Shit, I'm going in the house. I don't even know these cats. Like the only cup, I only knew like one or two people at the party. So I was like, nah, I'm not about to be in this. So I go in the house. Me and DB is in the house. All of a sudden, one of the little dudes come. He stick his hand in the thing and he grab my hat off my head. And I'm like, oh, nigga, these they they okay. So I'm I'm the one. Yeah. So I step outside, ready to you know ready to fight. So I square up this little dude. He's a lot older than me. Never finished school, but a little dude from uptown. I square him up, and while I'm ready to, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready for him to bust a move. Somebody else snuck me from behind. They all start running, and mm-hmm. they um, which is like I don't, oh, I don't know why he's lying. Like that. But they all, they all it's ran like twenty of them. They scary. ran. Uh, my paw was, my paw was like mad because that was his hat, and he was talking about man. If that was your hat, you would have ran after him. My mama like you ain't had, you ain't had oh no bit, you ain't had right. That's bullying, right? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, my mama was like, That's you funny. did right. You should have never ran after him or whatever because you never know them boys could have had a bad old gun or something. It's like, just let them take the damn hat. So yeah. I didn't care because I didn't know them boys. But what ended up happening was school started for ninth grade at freshman high the week afterwards. And I walked into school and all of them, like, well, all of them who were at night, at freshman high for the 10th year in a row, um, 17 year olds at freshman high was standing all at like the front door and was like laughing and like ah ah we got you ah we beat you up like like that kind of thing so you know it like and I had to I had to roll with that for like maybe a, 
I don't know, maybe a, um, a, a, about a two weeks to start school. Mm-hmm. And they was all like, ah, we got him. We got him. So that was the last time I think I felt bullied because after that, I just got bigger. And I was like, now nah, I'm going to beat y'all up. Which I want to do now. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, yeah, I was like, y'all want me to spin your fast? <laughs> fast. <laughs> now, now, why you want to go and be bad? So I guess yeah. in retrospect, I mean, bullying was is it's a it's a thing, right? And it's a stupid thing that I hate that kids do, right? Won't you just get along? Because, uh, and I hate adult bullies too, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I hate adults I've, who I've pick on other seen, adults. I've definitely seen somebody pick on a weaker adult until the point you be like, "Say, bro, chill out, dog. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on, man, that ain't cute. Like, come on, dog, what you doing? Leave that man alone. All right, lady alone. I, I've seen men. I've seen men bully women at work. Mm. You know what I mean? Or women, or women bully women at work who they think, you know, they're trying to find a way or whatever. I've seen it before. Like, you wouldn't do that outside this job. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you come in here and do that at work? I think a lot of people feel safe at work and they try it with you, you know. Um, I ain't really had that problem because oh, I don't care. I don't mind talking to about anymore. people behind their back, but the minute you start saying no. it to other people <laughs> at work, yeah. then you're a bully. Yeah. 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 Or or just punk like be like, hey, uh, you dumb or something like this. It's it's easy. It's right there in the session. Such and such. And such. Oh, you must be stupid or no? Find yourself like stuff like that. Like making little small remarks or trying to you know when people just trying to find some help. You know, in our profession, you know, especially your first year, you might not know everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen before. You know. Well, you know who's been bullying this week? Uh, Russell yeah. Wilson. In a recent interview, <laughs> Russ said that he that urged nice Sierra to, to take future off child support. This was on Chicago's 92.3. He said, and I'm just quote, that's I'm just going to say his quote, then I'm just going to leave it there. I don't like seeing my son and my wife stressing about such a minuscule amount of money. <laughs> Sierra and her ex constantly argue because he's not consistent and can go months without even paying. I can provide for my family without his little coins. I'm sure he needs the money more than we do. He's got other kids in need. No need for him to overextend himself because we are set for generations ahead of us. Drops Mike Russell Wilson. This mall this mall a problem with that. This mall a problem with that. You weren't talking that shit before you signed this contract though. That man signed that contract, though. Yeah, I'm just saying that. You weren't talking that shit before you signed this contract, though. Because he like, didn't have... Because that but, minuscule but, but, amount of I'm coin saying, don't, don't, wasn't so nah, minuscule. Nah, that don't, coin don't wasn't minuscule. <laughs> no. Don't, don't sign that That was helping out with groceries. My, my thing is this. If Future woke up on you, you ain't going to say shit to his face. I think Russell Wilson will beat Future up. Oh, I think Russell Wilson will fuck Future up. Yeah, that's a professional man, athlete. Wilson, we had this discussion. We had this discussion. We have the discussion. Russell Wilson ain't never threw no punch before in his life. Russell Wilson, a baseball player I, and a pitcher. Did, that means his many, arm moved that, very fast. But he, but he ain't <laughs> nice. Never, and he, but he throw football punch, for a living. He gonna hit. He I, gonna hit Future with his wrist, dog. Come on, Los. I I appreciate you for taking that. That stands, but I'm gonna just put my money on Russell Wilson. He I'm gonna put my money me. on the he, professional he athlete. Win, he gonna win for that man. If, now, he, honestly, if, he, if he start, they start wrestling. It's, it's, it's I think future. I think future. It's not gonna come to that though, because I don't. I would hope. I would hope future walk around with big dudes like Fifty Cent, them do or whomever, and them boys is who gonna go sne- or some crazy nah, cat nah, with then, future. Then you a hoe. Then you a hoe. No, I mean that's what's gotta happen though. If you can't you beat him, cut. No, yeah, you could be a hoe. I just, I just feel like when you put it like that, you a hoe. You a hoe. I feel like when you put it like that, I feel like Russell Wilson dude's bigger. 
Like he gonna have to fight them dudes gonna have to fight the offensive line. So let me ask you something. You know what I'm saying? Do you, like see, do you see NFL players walking around with entourages like that though? Security and shit. Not security. It depends on where it depends no. on where they are. I don't, I don't, like, think I, I don't see it as much. Security. I see future with most future life being in danger all the time because yeah. he's a rapper. That's yeah. a dangerous profession. Yes. Russell Wilson life don't be in danger like all the time. Oh, he just got to sign Buku uh, autographs <laughs> of Sierra of Sierra CD. But the thing about it is this, <laughs> and and that dirty sprite too. He be signing dirty sprite dirty autographs. Dirty sprite too. Mixtapes. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I, I, I really, I, 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 if it was a fade, I just don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do that. That ain't your business, man. Don't talk about your man like that. Care how much coin he is, and it may be true. That's wild that Russell just feel in, entitled to go there now. After you signed this contract, I don't like it. I don't like it. My, it is weird that man just beginning? tired of that man's shit. Yeah. Like, what if you just tired of that man's shit? God damn. Like, I'm sure, cut. I'm sure future is some shit to deal with. You got yeah, a nigga like Russell Wilson who would never wear pajamas and satin and satin head <laughs> next to school. And future would. And future would. And and he's just tired of dealing with niggas like that, man. He's tired of dealing with that niggas damn. Unruly. With the, the, the pants cut from your ass to your. <laughs> I'm tired of this pajamas shit. Pajamas with no draw. You sick of that shit. So, I'm sick of you niggas. <laughs> Get rid of you niggas. Yeah. Get rid of you niggas. Baby, the high one help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, 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 I'm talking about it. I'm, yeah, I'm. If I mean, sometimes people, I guess, hit they they break it point. Russ hit it. <laughs> nah, he, you know his breaking point was when he signed for a guaranteed six three million. He wasn't talking that shit. He was a thousand there. With your minuscule little, co- I can't wait to tell people they got minuscule little coins. Minuscule right? coins. I don't like a dude. I don't like a grown man saying the word coins anyway. You don't call that shit coins. I mean, for the record, so I think that Russ. Wilding for saying that, and it's funny, and it's wild, and I like people who wild and ignorant and funny. Um, <laughs> I still, man, I, man. it still make me like Future better. I, <laughs> <laughs> he got you all. No, out it of character. doesn't. Come he on. got you all out of character, nigga. <laughs> that, that, character. You ain't like that. You ain't you like ain't that, Russ. Oh, you ain't like that, Russ. Say corn. You, now you didn't. Now, now you didn't let your drag that. down. Cool. Y'all gonna pull for the villain? Like, I mean, I might. I don't know who's the. But y'all gonna pull for the villain? The nigga that that don't pay child support and, and is is negligent to his child. We don't know like, that. Come on, we man. Don't know that. Pull hey, that. man. Everybody is the, somebody's the villain in everybody's story, and in some stories, the villain feel like the hero is the villain. So let's just be honest. That man felt like he was playing with his little son and holding him up in the air. <laughs> I like future. <laughs> like, I like future ignorance. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love everything about it. <laughs> the thing, hey, the, hey, but you know what's funny? The thing about future, you probably like shit. I ain't then cool. <laughs> Fuck it. No, he gonna say shit. something. Future be in his feelings. Don't do that. Don't give future too much props. He gonna say something really in his feelings esque because that's what he do. But um, he gonna, we got, man. He got, pop, man he got a pop. He got to pop a few Adderalls though. In Jumpman, he did say, "I know I'm gonna get my bitch back." Yeah. How funny would it be if future? Actually, stole her back. <laughs> like, wouldn't that be hilarious? Uh, that would be the Kyrie. That'd be the Kyrie Irving uh, effect with like party next door. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's six, six three million million chances that he's not gonna have that. It's not gonna. Happen. 
DS too, right? You know, we thought it was over for Meek. Maybe he'll come back. But like, you know, he got he he in his light skin feelings, and that's what Russell doing. Another person who probably in his light skin feelings. Holla at this my boy um D Saliba. What's going on, y'all? D Saliba from Salt Lake. Quick shout out to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast 100th episode. Man, you guys are killing it. I appreciate Raj uh, being a good friend, introducing me to y'all, getting me in the function, being the light-skinned brother that I am. Uh, even though I look a little bit Arabian, that's okay. Shout out to my moms. Uh, yeah, I'm still waiting for that podcast where you guys talking about how light-skins not only receive hate from the black community for not being black enough, and not only the blacks, but the white community for being too black. It's just, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard life for us light-skins out here. My favorite part of the podcast definitely has to be the cover art. Man, you guys be killing it with the cover art. Let you know what topic you're about to talk about, and that shit's hilarious. Although, you be you be keeping that conversation going. You really keep the, the topics coming and the, the structure of the whole um, podcast. And then 318 Big Cap comes in always saying some funny stuff. Sometimes don't even relate to what's going on. Man, that dude's hilarious. And Raj... Really key part of the of the podcast with his rebuttals and opposing views, being the white man that he is. Just kidding, Raj. Shout out to y'all. You guys are killing it. Never look back. You guys are going to blow up. It's coming. I can feel it. Thank you guys for letting me be a part. And uh, yeah. So so basically, D. Saliba was my friend. <laughs> now that's y'all man's. <laughs> that's y'all man's. I don't fuck with him no more. Just because of that. Um... I think it's also funny. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever that. Like, I think a lot of people don't really know if D. Saliba is black or not. You know, like that's like sometimes he's like he say nigga to me, and I'm like I don't I don't know how it makes me feel because he looks he really looks uh, Saudi Arabian and his last name is Saliba. So you know he's Saliba, but his daddy um, got big braids. This podcast brought to you by D. Saliba for for uh, instance. He, he been having his hair down lately though. <laughs> he let his head down because he want to be a white man too, cut. <laughs> <laughs> I slowly, I slowly but surely see him transitioning. You see him? Why he live in you Utah? He would be the only black man in Utah if that's the case. Him and Donovan Mitchell, cut. That's about it. And call him alone, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we gonna we gonna do the podcast he's talking about though. I'm, I'm with that. Um, black people getting it. White people. Um, like yeah. light skinned people getting it. Oh, I, he not necessarily even talking about light skinned people. He talking about mixed people like yourself, like mm-hmm. getting it from both ends. That's a cool podcast that we could do whenever, man. Let's um, let's make sure we put that on 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 the docket yeah. as far as something, some something to get going. You know what I'm talking about? Cause when you look at this, you you really don't know what the fuck he is. <laughs> head Murphy, head daddy. If you ever heard us talk, Hedy talk Murphy. about head daddy. That's head daddy. Head daddy. <laughs> Shout out DC. We always got a you know the little guy. button? You know the little button on Instagram where it's like you could make your picture square or you could like make them like oblong? Yeah. We always gotta make our pictures oblong when D in them. This Saliba got the sauce, man. He come around and he got all the sauce. I never he said he don't people. have the sauce. He just got mo- way more sauce than most of us because his head's so big. You know <laughs> he has more sauce to give. The man got hog head cheese. <laughs> That man gotta wear. That man, shout out to D. Saliba. That man cannot fit our hats. You wear big right, tall right, hats. All right, now I feel so, like you're going in on you, man. That's enough, Rob. Let that's him, enough. Let him, that's enough. He just said you, you was a white man. Sometime. Just take that, man. Yeah, being the white man that you are. 
Yeah, you, you responding like a white man. Like, yeah, <laughs> to, you're going too much, man. He never ah, he on, white men don't come up with that. <laughs> white men don't come up with those great jokes that I come up with, those great comebacks. Man, uh, uh, talk, let, let's just talk about an icon right quick because I heard something real funny. Um, and I'm just going to say this real quick because um, y'all heard about this. Um, did y'all watch The Homecoming on Netflix with Beyonce? Oh, uh, duh. No. What? Did you? No. Los? Hell yeah, I watched this Beyonce, boy. Oh well, shit, I ain't watch hmm. it. Uh, I ain't had time. I've been, I've been, I've been busy. I guess off the. I listened to the yeah, album. Man. Oh, Homecoming was nice, man. But before I let go and shit, but they talked about. Uh, they said the little stuff on social media this week, being uh, how she was talking about trying to lose weight before Coachella. I'm Coachella, and just eating fruit and vegetables, and then she Facetimed Jay to let her know that. Uh, she could fit into an outfit. He he reacted just like every nigga does. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I love that. And, and she was just like, it fits. I zipped it up. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. He was busy. He was like, yeah, okay. And they was like, ah, men never excited. She's like, oh, yeah. But when they, when she was, she was like two, 18, she, you could see it. She was a, she was a big one. Like, yeah, she was a big one. She was a I bet you if he dude. said, if he called, if he FaceTimed her and said, babe, Damian Lillard just hit a 37-foot shot to hit to win the game, she would probably been like the same thing. Like, oh, No, cool. she'd be like, nigga, I was front row. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a very, it's a very um, significant other thing. If your significant other hits you with some, um, with some, like, for, like a good percentage of the time, you're not gonna be interested in what they're talking about <laughs> because they're gonna be hitting you with some foolishness, like that you don't give a, at, at the wrong time. Yeah, too, you might be yeah. doing something. You be at work and stuff like yeah, okay. and we'll talk about something that you don't, and you have to play like <laughs> yeah. But cool. when you when you're just dating them, you be acting like you care even more. After that, yeah. you just be oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, I don't care. I don't really. Oh don't yeah, really? really? Much. Wow, good shit. She did what? She told you what? What? No, no, she didn't. Mm-mm. Stop. Then what you said? Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> you should have told that bitch. That, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say that real quick because it was music, it was business. But speaking of music and speaking of business, somebody got a special treat for y'all, man. Lock in, man. It's the <laughs> uncle. It's the uncle, yeah, yeah. I am the member of the podcast. The Uncle, a.k.a. Trent. I do put the music and sounds together. Thank you guys for the love and support. My first question goes like this. Why as African Americans, we tear each other down? And I'm speaking on my favorite podcast, Blackface, the Gucci segment. You dig? I'm Gucci on Gucci, but listen to this. As African Americans, we all talk about shopping black-owned, and it's better we all stick together. But when we get together, everybody just want to chop each other down, man. If you walk into a black-owned business and you asking for a discount on a two-for-one T-shirt, come on, man. It's two-for-one. You got the deal. It's love. But you don't go to a Gucci store and ask for a discount because you're not expecting that. But y'all are so happy to pay 300 400 bucks on a Fendi T-shirt or a Fendi belt $800 buckle. But you won't even spend $50 on a T-shirt in a black-owned business. That just messed up to me. And what's crazy about that is, 
the same exact manufacturer that you're buying from Gucci is the same exact manufacturer that that black man is buying to sell in his black-owned business, but you don't want to pay for that. You want that recognition that this is Gucci. This means something. <laughs> hey, hey. So, hey. Katrina is still talking right now. I like, I, I like <laughs> to tell you, we, we ain't landed on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> Uncle Trick could have said anything behind that music and I would have been listening. That was some very inspirational music. Shout out. Uncle and then he started to echo a little bit. That boy put the auto tune on that thing. I hey, I mean. I enjoyed it. You're not wrong when you're right. You know, I, I, I get it. I get what he's saying. He, he, he And plus, he Gucci on Gucci. So, I don't know if he's talking about Gucci Mane on the clothing line, but... I'm 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 rocking with him. I'm a ride one for Trent. You know All I, mean? I gotta say is, when they ask for your opinion, but you really want to play a rhythm. That <laughs> 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 boy about to get a producer deal out this hunt, <laughs> The uncle say, "I'm not just gonna talk." Oh. Hey, look, I'm gonna he said, "Y'all want me to ask a question? Y'all want me to ask a question? Oh, okay. Let me let me." Cook and I'm up speaking on quick. blackface. My favorite episode. <laughs> he, I mean, he, did, he, he did everything we said do though so <laughs> it just was in, it was in I ain't gonna lie for part of it for part of it I thought he was gonna sing his entire question <laughs> that would have you been know perfect. like I thought that's what I thought was was coming like eventually he was gonna break out in the song again but the fact that he said yeah. I am the member of the podcast and not a member cutting that make that hey. I mean I don't know is that he's, the, he's the most important person we got on here so. yeah well, okay, I guess it's the production that was put into that the production that was put into that rebuttal was so great that I'm not going back. I said the, and I'm rolling with it because I'm not going back and editing this shit. I just put, to, I just, I just worked hard on this. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know, I know what he meant. I mean, I'm Shout just saying Arthur, that boy, that boy was singing and, um, and like the little, the, the little music in the background. I actually, it was, some, it was Lion King-esque. I was like, I was like feeling liturgical dance, like, like, Shabak, hallelujah. But run and never come back. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. That means that man versatile. Because if you can make, um, oh, because if you can make the original intro music plus the real intro music, cutting. I mean, I don't know if y'all noticed this because y'all don't know when I edit this, I'm definitely going to put, um, This week too, just cause it's a hundred. Rush rumble outdoor night. Hey man, because black people don't support each other, and because a lot of times, because <laughs> that's what we do. He did ask a question, and uh, I was just so blindsided by everything else that was happening. That yeah, it was know. a lot going on. But I mean, he right. I, I, I ride with you, uncle. You ain't wrong with you, right? Why do niggas do that? I think I think we always looking for the homeboy hookup. We ain't no white folk at our homeboy, so looking for my partner. That's basically what it is. <laughs> well, I can't tell you the last time that I went to a clothing store and asked for like a deal. Like I'm gonna pay whatever the the shit say. So, uh, so that's one. Even if he was all black, that. 
all black store and they was in the um blowing dope Bro, on the shirts. I'm not asking for a discount. If I go in there and I find a shirt I like, I'm gonna pay for that shirt. I'm not trying it's not I'm not that Sam the man. Like I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> but um and if and if I could find me a black owned shirt company that I like that that well. I liked FUBU at one point in time. I was all over FUBU. No. I'm not on that no more. If we can find like a black owned a company who does Gucci stuff that we can afford to get our shirts done at. That's when the lick that's that's when the big buck star rolled in. <laughs> yeah. I agree. First you start. I know this yeah, mopping floor. I know this it seemed like it seemed like everybody that, that's ever There you go. That it seemed like everybody that's ever every black person that's ever started like a quality clothing line ends up in Dillard's in the nigga section. <laughs> Wasn't he saying that the other day about Big Baller brand that they should have been in Dillard's in the nigga section? <laughs> they would have been good. Big Baller brand would have been straight if they would have went to, straight to Dillard's. Big Baller brand still straight. They ain't gotta go Dillard's. They that's too much orders. They ain't gotta go Dillard's. You can't no. You can't have Dillard's waiting to get your orders in. They I got mean, an online. I think, I think Kanye. They good. But I think Kanye kind of tapped into that first um, when he was talking about how he better than this one. And he tried to get it. you don't how sway. You don't know the answer sway when he was talking all of that. Yeah. He really was talking making I mean, a, a point about how black people don't support one another. Well, he wasn't, but he was making a point about how they wouldn't let him in the industry. Um, but he kind of understands the fact that if he puts a price tag at X amount of dollars, that that a lot of these fools gonna go buy it just just as much as they'll buy those Gucci and Fendi and whatever else because. You know, spending a whole bunch of money on your ass on some ripped jeans that you can't even wear into your child's school. Um, True. Like, is a status symbol amongst our the culture, you know? And that's that's yeah. just kind of what it is there. I mean, hey, this podcast is brought to you by the uncle. But uh, <laughs> real quick, man, look, we, we got a few more, man. This is, this, it ain't stop, man. Holla at me. Um, I need my boy uh, Donald. La Dialogue. Holla at us right quick, man. It's La, La Dialogue, man. What it do, man. You know what I'm saying? Best friend weekend. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to, man, Los. Shouts out to Raj Move. And shouts out to my, my little grown brother, Aldo Nice. AKA Exposure. Yeah, I can say that because I've known him for 20 years. Uh, man, I love the podcast. I'll be listening to Actually, I'm right now listening to that junk dipping through Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? But it's still Memphis 10 all day. But the uh, only thing I got to say, man, I love the podcast. Man, I need to go cop them hats too. I'm supposed to be cop the hats for like two years. I haven't. But man, I need some perfect attendance, man. I be listening to this joint in front of all the prominent white folks, pissing them off. But I need perfect attendance, Los. I need perfect attendance, Raj. And, uh, I, 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 you know, uh, Aldo, you know what I'm saying? Aldo Nice, he be there. You know what I'm saying? But I need perfect attendance when I'm listening to the best friend weekend. Because that joint go, man. Shouts out to Louisiana all day, my boys in Texas. And uh, North Memphis all day. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... Oh, also, uh, Aldo Nice, don't put none of our old stories out on the air. Man, much respect to that. Because we're all grown and married and we got these girls. And don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Holla back. Peace. No. That man, that man said, yo, no. ain't got no My. perfect attendance, man. Straight up. I mean, he ain't he ain't wrong when you're right. I've definitely missed a few podcasts. I had some personal issues a couple times, you know. But, yeah, he right. I, you ain't wrong when you're right. Uh, three, six. That man said, "Whenever you miss a podcast, Raj, that they was gonna start putting um little chicken nuggets under your shit, man. I don't know why, but that's speaking of. <laughs> I actually am aware that it came from not from the dialogue. What you talking about, the <laughs> Aldo? What are you What are you referring to, good? 
<laughs> to, the, to the chicken nuggets. With chicken nuggets. I got the story man. already. I got the story. <laughs> what do you mean you got the story? And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I got the story. I know where it comes. I know the or I know the origin story. I saw the movie. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that that shit is funny. I think I think, people, funny I think what's even funny is that people was inboxing me like they don't have a nugget emoji. They what don't have put? chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, man, we we should put chicken nuggets under that name. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. But we couldn't find chicken nuggets, so we just put little chicks. Look, it, it works. This podcast is brought to you by the dialogue, man. I'm not gonna tell a whole bunch of your old stories, but real quick. He did some of the, like when we was in college and we was rap beefing with some dudes, a man got out there and made one of the best song, rap beef songs I've ever heard. Um, and I think it was called Toy Soldiers. So if you ever get mm-hmm. a chance to listen to that, I don't know, Google it. It's somewhere, the dialogue, Toy Soldiers. He went so ham on these cats who was talking noise, but it was so, it was so inspirational because it was like, honestly, that song encapsulated all of our college rapping, like, the whole era of us college rapping, he put it all in one song, and that thing it it just it was it was it was it was dope because I remember one of the lyrics in there was like they came they they was all looking for exposure, you know obviously that's my rap name, like the other cats came looking for exposure because that's who they supposedly all wanted to see, but then they realized that affiliated visions was only young d and like that man like just basically was saying, look, it's him against the world it was hey man. I got chills listening to it the first time. I was like, man, that boy, you know, it's cool because it 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 it, it captured a moment in time, a moment in our lives. And I was like, man, that was really dope. So, man, go listen to he just dropped the um uh mixtape slash album. Um Damn, I can't remember the name of it right off the top. But go Google La Dialogue, at La Dialogue on um on all platforms. And um uh, we'll look at that. MySpace and Black Planet specifically um got his new oh, stuff. Chris, what about Christian Mingle? Christian Mingle or, or J-Date, cutting, so whatever. Okay. But before you listen to him, he's he from North Memphis, so he like you to be drunk. So if you don't like um, no. Hennessy, you could drink Hennessy, but if you don't like Hennessy, you could drink Monet. Now, cue up that so music. So cue up that music. <laughs> I know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? Shit, so my favorite game to play with, with, with my homeboys is the what if game. Uh, the what if game is basically us saying the most outlandish things we could possibly think of and try to get the other person to laugh. We've actually been playing this game as long as I can remember, and these what ifs then got stupider and stupider the older we got. I could go on and on describing the game, but I could give you an example or two to make you understand where I'm coming from. For instance, let's say a homeless person leave a cup of change on the sidewalk while they step away for a second. One of us is going to undoubtedly say, what if I grab that man a little lunch money and hop back in the car real quick like nothing ever happened? You see? You see where I'm going with this? Like if we in the club and a dude dancing his ass off, but that man being real annoying, somebody going to say, what if I just sneak that man, then hit that cabbage patch over him when he falls? You know? I think the funny aspect of the what ifs is that we never actually intend to do them. Just make the other person laugh at the audacity of the comment. Shit, a more accurate one would be like, if somebody bent over in front of you and you can see their ass crack because their pants hanging too low or because they had holes in the back of their jeans trying to pick up their kids from school, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for somebody to say, what if I went and stick my finger in that man's booty? It's funny because we ain't going to do it, but the visual and the oh. ignorance makes you laugh. 
like we said last week. Ignorance is why we like Kodak. I say all that to say, I don't think we're the only people who play this game. Josiini Ferreri of uh, Fiara, or something like that, of Rio de Janeiro, was walking on the beach last week when he saw a woman doing with a scantily clad outfit doing a photo shoot. He thought to himself, what if I pull that wood out in the background of the pit? Thing is, doesn't seem like they played a what-if game using the same rules as in South America. See, I chill, we just think it. Seems like I dare they actually do this shit. So Jostini <laughs> went ahead and pulled that meat out and punched his clown in the background of the pit until a lady who was being photographed, Joyce Vieira, saw what he was doing. She went over and confronted old boy and said, and that man said, why, you don't like it? When Josiani said that, she kicked him and punched him repeatedly. Come to find out, Joyce Vieira is an MMA fighter, and she used her hands and feet that are actually legalized weapons to punch and kick dude. Fast forward a few hours. Dude was arrested for sexual harassment, but he claims that he was just peeping. Peeing, I'm sorry, that he was just peeing and happened to be in the background of the pigs. I just got one question. If the shoe was on the other foot and a male MMA fighter punched and kicked a woman because she was partially nude in the background of his photo shoot, would she be charged with sexual harassment? Or would dude be charged with assault? I know the rules different in Brazil, but I only got one but I only thought you could be charged with sexual harassment like in the workplace or something. I didn't know they could hit you with that charge out in public for having that meat out. Shouldn't that be indecent exposure <laughs> or something? Either way, I ain't got nothing nice to say about MMA fighting women beating boys up and dude getting charged. So I won't say nothing at all. Keep your hands to yourself, you psycho woman. <laughs> After you go to man saying I don't want women to feel some kind of way about certain things, I say this is your nothing nice to say. So you think you think she should be able to beat that man up, cutting for that for having that wood out behind her? Cutting, I'm just I'm seriously asking your opinion. What this? I mean, okay. I don't. What if, like if, when you if, say behind if that was happening? What where behind her? Like that man was in the, they said that man was in the bushes beating that wood behind. Oh, you can't beat that man up for that, though. But well, I just don't think he, we know the whole story. Yeah. Like if if she walked over with the rest of the crowd, with the photographers and everything, was like, "Hey, can you please move?" And that man just continued to beat his meat. Then yeah, maybe he do deserve to get his ass. Kicked. I didn't say no, no. I didn't say he didn't deserve to. I completely concur with that. Yeah. My question is. Why does why is like he not why is she not going to jail for assault? Is my only question. Because she won. No, I don't know. It's Brazil. I mean, I, honestly, like if it was the if it was just like Rogers' rules or Aldo's rules, then I feel like I'm gonna send that man to jail too. Yeah, they they can't beat your meat. That man can no. go to jail and she should go he to jail to too. Jail. Yeah, you can't go beat you can't go beat the man. You can't beat people. That's not how we solve. That's not how we resolve shit. And hands. Yeah. You like, can't do that. Well, I know. Okay, so if it was, if the shoe was on the other foot, then of course, yeah. If there was this woman just, you know, doing some stuff to herself in one of my photo shoots, and I went over there and beat her up, yeah, I should definitely go to jail. So yeah, no, nah, she should go to jail. And Maybe. and if you <laughs> was a fighter, a professional boxer, or yeah, shit. your hand oh. lethal, registered weapons, you can't do that. They said that man took off running after she stopped beating him with his once pants, she, once she, once pants she around his first, ankles. Yeah, once she kicked you, yeah. Hit you with one of them, them little aggressive kicks to your rear. You're supposed to take our run. I mean, but he should go to jail too. Yeah, like I think they should both go to jail. No, he went to jail. If anything, she it would out, be decent exposure right and like in invoking like that man was like promoting 
you know, in, in instigating, I don't know if they got something, some rule, like, or some law that's like, hey, you can't instigate some shit. So, like, that man should have went to jail as well. I think it's and interesting that like, they said okay. the charge for him was sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I just think that, to me, that's, like, indecent exposure. Like, I feel like, sec- and I said it in the thing, I just feel like sexual harassment isn't necessarily a, a charge. It's something that happens at, like, a workplace, and you get fired for that, but you don't go to jail. But you, for- you can you can sexually harass somebody. Well, I also think it's Brazil. It's just different laws. Yeah, that, that's my point. Like, it's, I feel like in Brazil. regular public, if somebody walked up to like, um, uh, like if a woman walked up to me you and said, "America, yeah." Well, if a woman walked is that up what to you me, call regular public, regular public in America, <laughs> is that America? <laughs> regular public. If somebody, if a woman, I find myself up to saying me, that with language sometimes. Like, if they start, if they would, if they had, if they talk regular language, <laughs> maybe we can. So, if a woman walked up to me and say, "Boy, look at them big gray pants you wearing, shorty. I can see that helmet." Like that's sexual harassment, like. But if it just happened like outside in America, just next to a building, cause I can't call them laws and they're gonna take her to jail for sexual harassment, cut. You don't know that's that. That's all I'm saying, cut. You gotta be a big white man like Raj. A big white man to get away with it. <laughs> yeah, some people go to jail. Come some people get away. <laughs> now cue up that music for my homeboy Dre. Yo, it's your boy Dre hype man. Ross Smooth, Aldo Nice, CAP, a.k.a. Lowe's. Congratulations, man. 100 episodes strong. Best Friend Weekend podcast. Y'all putting out some really, really good material for the public. You know what I'm saying? I find myself looking at my phone every Friday morning like, yo, is it, is it cast up? Is it cast up? So, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Keep doing what y'all doing. Y'all, y'all putting out real good, real good conversations, real good content. I mean, shit's absolutely hilarious. And it's thought provoking, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you look at look at certain situations from angles that people don't necessarily consider them from. You also bring up stories that sometimes I don't even realize are are in the news that week. So, to a degree, you kind of like you know you kind of like the, the the news to me. But um, yeah, y'all doing a real good job, dude. I like I said, I enjoy listening every week. And uh, if I had to pick a favorite moment from the podcast, I really couldn't because, in all honesty, every week. Every week, something else is like, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that shit. Oh, my God, that shit was absolutely hilarious. Um, one of the things that I do remember is when the whole Jesse Smollett situation initially started, like, y'all was quick to be hella skeptical and cracking jokes. And I was I was of the same mind frame, which is why I remember it, and it stands out. And when that whole thing came full circle, you know what I'm saying, y'all, y'all, y'all kind of gave it to the dudes. So, you know, that's probably one of my favorite moments as, as far as just listening to the podcast, but... Definitely my favorite moment from actually the, probably one of my favorite moments from 2018 altogether. Best friend week in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? The energy was great. The the execution was great. It was a great time sitting there watching y'all boys turn up while the, the Saints and the Falcons is on TV and shit. And then your boy, your boy Pastor Los made an appearance. I think a, a bit of that made it into one of the videos, and and when that man exited stage left and and then shimmied back into the bedroom, the shit was absolutely priceless. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, y'all keep on doing what y'all doing, man. Hundred episodes in, let's see what happens after two hundred. All right, peace. <laughs> hey, Shout bro, out, which one of y'all gave it to Justice Smollett? <laughs> say, I was about to say Dre Hype. It definitely wasn't me. I ain't gave. I ain't gave Jesse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do me, I was son. Say, I ain't I think just... One of y'all boys gave it to Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Boys, <laughs> hey, so that's what we do. We get a hundred, we get to a hundred episodes. Y'all boys, let y'all secrets come out, man. Huh, bro? <laughs> Am I the only one who, whenever I hear Dre voice, I, I, I like hearing Dre voice, but whenever I hear pause, Whoa. but whenever I hear Dre voice, I, I think LA is in a state of mourning right now. All right, all right, Pepsi hustle. <laughs> the city's the city's um nah, is never you know been the I, same. I be thinking, I be, <laughs> Man, I be thinking about the So off. now, okay, so did that just break the glass ceiling? It's always been too soon for Nipsey Hustle shit. <laughs> now it's not too soon no more. <laughs> it's, it's never too, it's never shit. not too soon. Listen, I always shit. think you know you, you know how Funk Flex start off his little battles with his little bombs in the background. <laughs> Every time he's, <laughs> I be waiting for it to go. Poof. <laughs> and I don't I just, care. When I when I hear, Dre, I just think it's so funny that like dudes from California, like and, it, and I'm not saying Dre is hood in one sense, but just it'll be even the most hood dudes from LA proper. or California with the most proper voice. And so what I think whenever I hear it is, I had a I had a cousin from California, rest in peace. He um he said something along these lines. I'm a, I'm a paraphrase it. He said. First and foremost, this corn is some of the most delicious corn I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and I always thought that that was one of the funniest things I've ever heard because he is like a gangster saying that, you know? <laughs> like, first and foremost, this corn is some of the most delicious corn I've ever had in my life. Hey, hey, homie. That's hey, homie. We, about to, we about to ride on you, homie. Man, up, I know we normally come with our, our, our um, Louisiana accents. But yeah, we didn't on this podcast. Y'all didn't have the Memphis accent, the the, the Utah accent, the Cali yeah. accent, the Alabama accent. <laughs> it's a huh. it's a lot of stuff. Some, the Detroit accent. They got a lot. I mean, I'm sorry, Saginaw accent. They got a lot of stuff going on. Multicultural. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I appreciate y'all boys showing up and showing out, man. Shout out to Dre. Hey, it was it was nice meeting Dre, man. Dre, uh, yeah, real good energy, bro. Pause. Yeah, we're gonna be out. Like we're gonna be out for a little, a little, a little something, something. July seventh, we're gonna be in L.A. Um, for well, I'm gonna be out there. I'm sorry for um, go hang out with that boy Dre hype. So it's gonna go down, man. I give y'all yeah. some um, play by play for that. Um, he said everybody yeah. invited though. So even if you if you just listening to the podcast, you invited. That's what that means. That's what that means. He said you can stay to his crib. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He said invite the whole yeah anybody who listening. So just show up and you will get our itinerary. You got but you gotta drop your location so we know you in L.A. We got we got two more cats that uh that wanted to say a little something before we get out of here. Um, so let's shoot it. Let's 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 send it to Denver, um, Colorado, right quick. For our man, Mile High Ci. It's your boy Mile High Ci, man. Congrats to the best friend weekend podcast hitting a hundred. That's what's up, man. I, hey, I appreciate y'all boys knocking this show out every week, man. I enjoy it every week. I'm sure it's other listeners that enjoy it every week, man. But Hey, keep pushing, man. Keep the consistency going. Keep the merch going, man. The merch fire. All that, man. Proud of y'all. Keep it up. <laughs> I wish I could see the video of that. You can only see the top of his head and the ceiling. <laughs> Shout out, man. This podcast I'm going to just say our, our very, our, our very um, favorite Instagram follow is uh, Gloss Kid. I would. I didn't know if that was Maha Ci or Gloss Kid doing that video. Well, cutting. I don't know. Gloss Kid got to run for his money now with um peeping Tom, peeping Tom. Yeah, peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this broadcast is brought to you by Gerald Bruce on Shout Out. That shit is funny. Peeping Tom. Shout out my house. Yeah. No, shout out Mile High, man. Mile High showed his love at Best Friend Weekend Phase 1 yeah, in Denver. Did. Big, big love. He brought, uh, he brought his people with him. Uh, damn, I forgot that little Chad name, Johnson like... Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. Chad Johnson Peterson, White Mouth. He brought him with it. Well, Cotton Mouth. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, sleep, y'all sleep on my mans, but he got him a little podcast, too, in the cool. Who talk? No, stop. What? Yes, he does. Poon? He in the pool or are you talking about pool? Poon? Talking about playing billiards. Oh, pool talk. Okay. I thought said P-O-O-N. I thought said poon talk. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. The, that's that's, that's that outrageous. Yeah, hey, I was going to say, I thought I saw that on Pornhub the other day, but I was knowing him, I would stop. Pool talk. That man got a podcast called Pool Talk because now he actually like fixing pools and uh, he talk about it. On the no, it's nah, actually whenever like he him, it's, him, he, he so it's called pool, pool talk. <laughs> it's called pool talk because like in the morning, like him and his friends all ride in the same car and they talk. <laughs> I thought they only drop it during football season, and like it's all, and they have like a pool every week, and they talk about the numbers, guy. <laughs> it's pool talk, guy. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, they what they was really thinking about it because like I don't know I guess whenever you whenever you um whenever you go with something you know it's it's a it's a push talk but they decided to take it the opposite direction yeah, and call it pull talk. Pull so. talk. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I mean, we did yeah, say Mile High CI came to um came to the last best friend weekend. We got another yeah. one coming out and and. And to and there's no other way to end the podcast than the same way we began it with our favorite of the favorite of the favorite. Holla at us one time, one time again for this podcast for the hundred. Your boy Rumble Williams. BFW three coming up, best friend weekend three DC edition, and man, I cannot wait. But bro, I just been thinking, how in the hell we need to get our own fire festival, man. BFW3, y'all threw around the idea a little bit before, but I think somehow, you know what I'm saying, we need to get our own version of the Fire Festival, and this just brings me to another point. But between all the people we know, you know what I'm saying, y'all know a few little influencers, social media influencers. I rubbed a few shoulders with some folk in my day, and I think we just somehow need to put our minds together, put our brains together, pull our resources together, and get our own version of Fire Festival. But the only difference would be we wouldn't involve no Ja Rule and nobody would have to do fed time by the end of it. Okay. All right. So this, this is my enough. question. This is my question now. Who who going to suck that dick for that water to come over? <laughs> who going to suck that dick? Suck that dick to get the water in. <laughs> That's all I want to know. Oh, if you shit. can tell me who who gonna suck it in to get the water coming in, I'm down. You already <laughs> alienated all, all the, the the people who would probably volunteer to do it for how you react. <laughs> they, they some kind of way now. <laughs> now you can't get nobody to, to get on that head for that water. They don't want to hit that head for the them. them Fifteen trailers of water. I could construct some little igloos somewhere um, that we can have people living in. Cutting their little cabanas. Hey, <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't, ain't nothing. Hey, nah, we're not gonna build cabanas. We're gonna build uh, 
them little chair houses we used to build in the uh, in the house with the chairs <laughs> and, and the finish sheets yeah, in the cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> buku <laughs> Right, right. People keep I'm asking here. us what they we, they gonna stay for best friend weekend phase three. We're working on the Airbnb, <laughs> but what if we just told y'all, hey man, y'all just show up at um at um Washington D.C. Senior High Gym. And uh, and we got number chairs with no, fitted sheets. Fitted sheet, bring you, bring you a fitted sheet. We provide the chairs. Everybody got little forts in the gym, okay? Okay, so y'all bathroom right, amenities are right over here. Yeah, that, that would. I mean, that kind of that would be fun if we had some little bungalows outside for them. You know, outside the house, we gonna stay in the house, but y'all can stay in the bungalow, and it's way more live. Like I would stay in the bungalow if I didn't have this house. <laughs> So now, so now you're saying we gotta get bungalows in the yard now? No, we said fitted, we said chairs and fitted sheets, boy. We did not say bungalows. Best friend weekend, weekend phase three, one month away from today, because we recording on May 24th. I mean, April 24th, May 24th through 27th. It's going down like four flat tires. Um, we the the agenda now while y'all listening, this live. We waiting on some callbacks from some people to to finalize the agenda, but yeah, we in there. We in there. We already bought yeah. tickets. We already in the house, man. Yeah. You still got time, man. Yeah. You still got a month. Tickets fluctuate. Get down. Come holler at they, you. They, they about to shoot up on you. You better go and get them now. Yeah, holler at you, Guala. Um, it's going down, man. Look, a hundred episodes, man. That's craziness, man. And this yeah. is this is a bit of an event, you know. Next week we're gonna be back to our regular schedule. I know we had some regular schedule in here. I know we had some good little jokes in here, but um heartfelt thank you um and we want yeah. by the time like they said the next 200 we want to have twice as many um followers twice as many listens man do yeah. us a service and um tell a friend to tell a friend like we always say man you, you hey look at this friends and family every sunday around here bring your friends and family now <laughs> you heard me bring them on through <laughs> <laughs> Raj, right, you got anything man. to say before we get out by here I just tell a friend to tell a friend, and it's real easy to just push that blue button. Just push that blue button. I don't know if you listen, but go find us. Push the blue button, follow, comment, like, and we need some reviews on iTunes. I want to see a lot more reviews on iTunes from our listeners. We need a, we need blue we need a blue check. If you hit that blue button, we could get a blue check. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Help hey. us out. That's. <laughs> We're going to be back at y'all next next week, man. Look, holla at y'all. Appreciate y'all staying around for this extended version of the podcast. (laughs) Holla. Shit, boy.